Welcome, everyone. <laughs> this is episode six. Um, we hope you enjoy the last few weeks of episodes. Um, since we've been on social media even more during the quarantine, I know I have, we all have, because I get a thousand memes a day. This week, we really want to get into what is the reality and what seems to be the perfect world of Instagram. Let's throw it over to you guys. Um, Mel, what are your thoughts on the pros and cons of social media? So for me, the pros and cons of social media, whew, there's so many on so many different levels from personal to business to families and communication. Just to kind of go through it really quick, because I mean, I feel like we can spend literally an entire episode or like two hours on this. On a business level, it's one hell of a source to get like your product in front of the client by essentially marketing yourself, which is why I feel like for the business of marketing, it's kind of been struggling to compete against that. I mean, you literally can put your product in front of thousands of people every day. Um, and obviously, you have to figure out the algorithm to that, but it's possible. As a consumer myself, it's always fun to see who, what, where, and what's like the things that are happening. Um, you honestly get so much information from social media that it's like no longer really what I think it was originally meant for to be like that social aspect. I feel like you literally can just get your news from there as well. And then for me personally, it's always been a great tool to keep in contact with my family, especially my family that I have in Colombia. Now the cons get like a different perception or like you make up stories from what you see. So like, for example, you see like people from like high school or middle school that post like all these amazing photos of like them and their spouses or their family or their trips that they're taking. And you're like, wow, they're doing really well. But then like, if you could happen to speak to them, their life is falling apart or they're super unhappy. Um, or you see like this amazing body and you start to criticize and judge yourself, um, not realizing that the other person is most likely in a totally different phase in their life or that genetics come into play. So I think um, you see a lot in the beginning. I think you saw this a lot in the beginning of like when social media has come out and I feel like kids these days probably have grown up with it. So it's been a bigger challenge for them. But I feel like maybe there's been more awareness and a slight change and um, ownership of responsibility from social media to kind of like change things um, and perceptions and not make it be so quote unquote perfect. So like, for example, celebrities are now being a little bit more real about things because there is, like I said, that younger generation, those younger people that really look up to these people and try to replicate everything, not knowing, you know, what's real or not. Like kids now don't know anything different. Like they get everything off of social media, friendships, their dating life, their news, their advertisements. I mean, even for myself, I buy a lot off of ads that I get on social media, not only because it's in my face all the time, but because why not? <laughs> why not try something? And that's how we get it presented. That's our catalog. I buy everything on Instagram. Do you? Oh my God, no. I buy everything on Instagram. And I've knock on wood, I've never had a bad experience. That's awesome. I know. I get really mad at my mom for doing that because she doesn't really like the comments where people are like, this is a fake site. Don't do it. And she just purchases stuff. And she's been waiting for a package for like two or three weeks. And she spent like $160. And I'm like, why do you do that? Why don't you just come to me first? She didn't even want to tell me because she knew I would get upset. And then when <laughs> she told me, I'm like, this is why I tell you not to do these things. And then it's probably coming from China in a size two. That's never going to fit you exactly well not with that attitude it won't <laughs> no no my mom is not a size two so and you know everything from china comes extra small and we're really tall people so these pants are not gonna come her length 
Oh, I mean, I've yeah. had that experience. Yeah, I've only bought a blow dryer, so it's one size. <laughs> See, that's a good thing when you buy appliances. Yeah, that's what I buy. But I mean, just like anything for me, um, it's best to have everything in moderation. So there's a good and bad with everything. So I love that I can stay in touch with uh, friends and family, like Mel said, that are in the same city as me. Um, I'm one of seven siblings and most of my siblings are pretty spread out. So from Denver to Pennsylvania. So it's a way to um, see what they're up to and feel close to them. And I'm a big fan of memes and uh, they're hilarious. And people are really funny sometimes. Not a lot. Sometimes they're they're like really serious and it's really depressing out there, especially right now. But man, people are really funny sometimes. Um but the negatives are that it's easy to compare your life with the lives that people post and that quote unquote perfect life or that quote unquote perfect relationship. Um, it can make you feel like you're missing something or lacking. And I feel like that's where a lot of, um, I guess it would be Gen Z, like the younger generations are, are really depressed because they think that everybody has this amazing life and they don't, but it's all filters and it's all backgrounds and it's all how you stand and whatever you want the world to see you as or whatever light you want. I have a love hate relationship with social media. The pro is staying in touch with people. I think all of us can agree with that. I personally prefer seeing pictures of people of people's lives and reading their Facebook posts. Most of the time I don't even read captions. I just go through it quickly but thanks to social media, I'm very much in touch with my friends. I constantly reply to stories and send memes. I enjoy getting a laugh while I'm on social media. So very often the pages I follow are comical ones. Like when I had Twitter, I followed literally like Peter Griffin and Stewie. Like I didn't follow actual people. I just followed something that would basically give me a good laugh. There's just enough going on where it's like you just need a distraction sometimes. And that's what I use social media for. I also think social media is great, is a great marketing tool. I also think social media is a great marketing tool. You can use it as a free focus group if you're into marketing or advertising to see the things that people love, the things that people hate, and a place where if you're unsure of something, you can start a poll or ask a question and get information on topics of interest. Like I'm doing, I, all of us joined a half marathon and I wanted to get people's opinion on shoes. So I literally put in a poll and people responded to me on their favorite sneakers for running. So I enjoy that aspect of it. Things that I don't like about social media is that it can be overwhelming. It's 100% addicting, possibly to an unhealthy point, whether it's diving into someone's page and then two hours later, you're in their sister's cousin's boyfriend's page and you're like, oh crap, how did I get here? Have you guys ever seen someone in person and you're like, do I know them or is it that I saw them on social media? Because <laughs> <laughs> then you're going to look crazy. Yes, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, God, I'm like, do I, like, I can't say hi because I, now I don't remember if I really know them or not. That's kind of embarrassing, but you know, it happens sometimes you literally dive into people's pages without noticing that you're doing that. Or I love going through comment sections. I love reading people's comments. Like I am constantly screenshotting (laughs) and hiding, highlighting comments and sending them to my friends. That's one of my enjoyments. I started doing that after you said something one time, I guess on one of our episodes. And then now I start reading them and I start cracking up. I mean, I get upset sometimes but for the most part it's really fucking funny i'm telling you people are really funny sometimes (laughs) 
it is there's so much good humor within comment sections obviously there's also stupidity and arguments and whatever but for the most part there's really good comebacks especially like those miami pages on instagram people just talk so much shit in this world i was actually just going to touch upon real quick something that you said that i don't think we've talked about yet which is um that it could be overwhelming and addicting and at the same time i think that that is one of the biggest one of the biggest downfalls i think especially for a younger generation that is still learning to cope with all their emotions and trying to figure things out i mean shit as an adult like it's hard to figure it out i can't imagine again being a kid in this era um and i think it's just like not healthy to like be constantly living because i feel like that's where like the cyberbullying comes into play and it just makes people feel so much more confident in being an asshole instead of like actually facing their issues like in person they just hide behind a computer yeah we barely we didn't really have that growing up we were like just at the beginning of it do you remember that weird message board we had like in middle school yes yeah like so that would and it was still like on a desktop and if nobody was on the phone then you can get on it so it wasn't as like easy access as the kids have it now but people were still mean on that. I remember it being kind of like they were very mean, right? Yeah. It, once you mm-hmm. like hid behind that computer, it, you were able to say whatever you wanted, whether it was what you felt really, or you were just trying to be a mean kid. So, like going back into the you, it's really hard to to differ, differentiate between reality and social media. A lot of people see things that aren't necessarily true. Yeah, for sure. I feel like Facebook has. Um slowly migrated from being like the college university level like all the kids using it to now like your abuela's using it and they get like all the recipes or their fake my abuela my abuela requested me last week oh see oh (laughs) all right so now on to relationships and social media um i think it's kind of funny because you often most often can figure out like if someone's in a relationship by the post that they make. Um, I think it's really great when like couples are happy and they post things, but I think it can be a little bit much when it's like every post is like them and their significant other and like all the things they're doing and how lovely they are. And like, they only show like the good part of the relationship. And then all of a sudden you start noticing that there aren't that many posts eventually know that they're not together anymore. Um, so for me, I just feel like putting all of your shit out there, um, especially when it comes to relationships, is just really not necessary. And um, I think there's like a lot of haters. And I think we all at some point have like looked at relationships and been like, oh, I wish I had that relationship when you don't really know what's happening behind closed doors. Um, so I just think that it's probably just best to I mean, I really am not going to recommend what you should do, but I personally wouldn't and I haven't posted um, my entire life story on social media because I don't think it's anyone's business unless you know me. Um, So that's just my view on it. What about you, Jen? Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't put a lot of pictures of my boyfriend and myself. It's a lot of my dog and family. Uh, My dog is adorable, by the way. He brings joy. Um, But it's not because you know, we're not happy. I'm just not a very showy person. So I like to keep something for myself. 
So I'll put pictures in like my story if we go on vacation and um, like if we're doing something cool or if we're out or whatever, but um, I don't overwhelm people with it. I don't like that. And either way, like you're never gonna win because you're either posting, you're either not posting because you're not happy or you are posting too much because you're not happy and you're compensating and need people to think that you're happy. So, I mean, either way, you're not winning. So that's just the way that I choose is to kind of keep that for myself. And it's really the same thing if you're single too. Like if you're single and you're posting a ton of selfies, people are going to say, oh my God, she's single. Look at all these pictures. She needs all this attention because she's so lonely. But then if you don't post pictures, they're like, oh my God, she, she's single and she doesn't post anything. She's probably depressed. So, I mean, you're never going to win with anybody. So, I agree. I just don't think, I don't think the focus should be about like really what other people necessarily are going to think, even though they're going to make up whatever the hell they want in their head. I think, um, like you said, like just, I'm the same way, like just because I put, I don't put out everything in the photos doesn't mean that I'm feeling a certain way or I'm at, at a certain point in my life. I just think that it's not necessary to be like overly indulgent with like information unless you are in that space. Like if you're a sex therapist and you are speaking about that kind of stuff, then I guess it's just kind of different. But even then, I don't even think they talk about their personal relationships. To me, I just feel like relationships on social media is a, is really a personal preference. I post pictures of my boyfriend every now and again, but it doesn't truly paint who we are. And that's fine. I like privacy. There's certain people that I see putting a lot of their life on social media, and that's okay too. I just think that certain aspects of your life should probably remain a little bit more private. So much of our life is already available to almost anyone on social media, and it and it isn't really a true picture of any of us. It's really you choose what you want the world to see and what you want the world to know. And obviously, people will make their own assumptions based on that. And it's fine. People probably think that I spend my whole life traveling and that isn't true. I just choose to post when I am traveling. Relationship wise, my boyfriend, for instance, doesn't even have social media. He hates social media. He has a Facebook that he doesn't use. He doesn't have Instagram. And when we first started dating, it actually created friction between us because he is so private about his life that he did not want me like to tag him and stuff. And I was kind of like self-conscious, like, why? Like, why can't I tag you and stuff? Like what, like, what are you hiding? Who don't you want to see? Like, you, you don't want people to see that you and I are together? Like, what's the deal? And it wasn't even for that. For him, it wasn't even about that. He's just a private person. Like, he doesn't care for the world to be involved in his life. So that took me a little bit of getting used to because I'm, as many people have probably noticed, I'm pretty open. I think the majority of us are if we're actually doing a podcast. We're okay with people knowing things about our lives and when you have a private boyfriend it kind of creates a little bit of problems but clearly we got past that and um he got to the point that he just didn't let anybody post any pictures of him his facebook is completely off limits to everybody and that's kind of my fault but whatever i don't care so it clearly did create a little bit of jealousy in our relationship mainly on my end not so much his but i do notice that i'm i become so addicted that even when he is in town it's hard for me to disconnect. And because he doesn't use it, he's kind of like, I'm here, like be present, you know, like get off social media. You don't, whatever's going on, you can catch up with that later, like be present in our relationship. And I noticed that 
I'm often out with people and I'm more so on my phone than I am present amongst my friends or with what's going on around me. And I've, it's gotten to the point that I've noticed it and I do want to do something to just kind of disconnect because not only a relationship like boyfriend and girlfriend, but relationships with your friends, if you're out, but you're on your phone, like what, what are you doing for that? I would have just stayed home. I was going to say, I think you touched upon another thing didn't discuss, which is like being so much on the phone that we sometimes neglect like people or relationships or things that we're actually supposed to be doing. Like sometimes I'm trying to get my work done and then like I have like 50 ping. I go to read that when I really should be focused on what I need to be focused and not worry about that conversation, you know? So I think it's really about creating your own boundaries, um, which makes it so challenging because then you get like FOMO and you feel like, oh my God, I, I got to catch up with what's going on. And, you know, I think that's not healthy either. That's true. I feel like um, I post a lot, but the truth is that I get to choose what I post. So it's up to me what I share with the world. And I get nervous about posting too much or like too real sometimes. And it's funny because that's who I seek on Instagram or on Facebook or on any platform. I try to seek for realness and that's not what we're getting all the time. I think it's a lot of opinions that we get from people. So it could either make you post too much or post too little yeah but that's like also like the other thing that can be sometimes challenging like it's good to post like like the realness and the rawness most people will connect with you for your authenticity and being like honest about like things that you're going through which i think are important i don't know i think for certain things in your life it's not necessary to like overly expose or overly share that's good to talk about so how much is too much in your opinion that's really like a general question i think like if you're talking about your life like you should be i don't want to use the word careful but like i guess you should be aware or open to knowing that there are a lot of people that are sadly again very jealous and unhappy with themselves and like a lot of people sadly will rather see you suffer than like you know, do better. Um, and you don't really need that extra madre ojo when you already have it. And so if you're not Latin, madre ojo means like really bad freaking vibes. Um, so I think like putting too much out about like specific things, like maybe your spouse or how much money you're making or um, the car you're driving. Like, yeah, it's good to be proud of certain things, but it's not like necessary to be like obnoxious about it unless you're like a rapper or, you know, whatever um but i think as like the the challenge with that is that we're millennials and we tend to like love to overshare and put our shit out there i know i do it sometimes and then i catch myself because i think i tend to be more of a private person but granted that we are doing this podcast i have committed to being more open um but you're not going to see me either posting about like the money I make or my relationship or the car I drive or anything like that, which I mean, I don't even drive a super nice car, but still. Um, so I think you just kind of just have to be careful. And I think if you're posting like a lot of photos about your bodies, like be careful with that too, because as much as you might be like influencing someone else to like want to work out and do better, you also have like people that are like mentally ill and then like start stalking you and start showing up places where you go work out very important about social media is never tag the places you are in 
never pin like if you're in i don't know la fitness don't pin those places don't whatever but because if you're actually someone... there in the moment like if you yeah. are like if you do it later on like that's fine but like if you're actively there in the moment i don't think it's necessary i don't think so they, I know. Have... Huh? they know you go there yeah which can still be dangerous so i won't i will never or very rarely tag a place that i'm in unless i'm like just driving through an area like if i'm in italy or something and i drove through an area just so that i can remember down the road that i was there but it's very you have to be very careful especially with public accounts because you don't know who's following you sometimes and what they're capable of yeah like um i'm worried about how many likes and how many friends and followers they can get but you also have to realize that all these like millions of people that end up following you or thousands or hundreds or however, you don't really personally know them and you don't know what their agenda is or like their heart. Like you just don't know. And again, it's better to be safe than sorry to an extent, you know? I'm I'm definitely more on the private side. Like I don't feel the need to post, like to put all my business out there. Like I've, I see people on, it's mostly not a little bit on Instagram, but mostly on Facebook like who post their breakups and then they're like, fuck this guy or fuck this girl and this is a cheater and I hate him and blah, blah, blah. And then like three days later, it's like a picture of them back together. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, hello, my life. Never leaving each other together forever. And it's like, oh, it makes me laugh. And so like at that point, like just keep it to yourself or like write it down if you want. But it's just funny when you see that and, I'm also really conservative when it comes to pictures. Like, I'm not revealing. I mean, not that I'm revealing anyways. So even if I would take a picture of myself at any moment, I'm not revealing. I like to leave at least some things to the imagination. I mean, more power to the people that can be all out there and feel good about it. It's just not who I am. And I also think that everybody's a creeper. So <laughs> they're going to be very bored with my Instagram, at least. <laughs> and I still get the creepy people. So I can't even imagine the... The people that are very like out there and sexy, the I, the list of messages that they must have from like the scaries must just go on. Like they they might not even have time to read them all. Well, personally, I think that your private life should remain just that. There is never a reason for me to share my personal drama on social media, but I do understand that platforms are meant for people to express themselves. So if you feel like posting your life out there, more power to you. My life is so boring that if you're posting interesting stuff, I will definitely be on high alert contacting my friends <laughs> and letting them know what's going on. So be aware, I am one of those people that I'm going to be all up in your business. But um, if you put the information out there, then don't get mad when people are talking about it. So I'd say put as much as you want people to talk about. That's it. That's That's for your own interpretation at that point if you're okay with people maybe giving you an opinion when you post something then do it but if you don't if you're gonna get upset about it then maybe be a little bit careful about what you're saying or what you're what you're putting on social media because people are gonna have opinions and if it's there it's for the most part open for dialogue that's true i find it funny that you're calling your life boring when you're the one that meet out with a taxi driver well but my life <laughs> just saying that was another life of mine <laughs> oh, your okay, current life what <laughs> life number are you in i'm in the i don't leave my house life <laughs> moment so 
But no, it's people have very dramatic lives and co- are constantly going through stuff and they're very open about it. So I'm not so open about it. Imagine it took the, uh, whoever's listening to our podcast about five, six years to find out that I made out with a taxi driver. So I'm not really open about the things that are going on behind closed doors, but people that are out there and are posting stuff, I follow some people that I know and are very open about the issues in their relationships and are just like constantly writing or doing stories and talking about the stuff. And I'm kind of, sometimes I'm just kind of in shock into the amount of detail that some people are willing to go into. Yeah, I actually sometimes cringe when I see things and I'm just like, why? Why? Like, I mean, I, I think as women, I get the need that like we sometimes, we mostly like to talk about things. And again, I think you touched upon this. Um, you're obviously free to share or express yourself on social media, but I think there is a line about like just a line. I think this also kind of gets annoying when someone's just always like posting or complaining about things on social media and then like all you see are like their drama and their complaints and it's just like it's kind of not repulsive but like you almost just don't want to even like deal with that person you're just yeah I'm done that's I don't need that in my life I mean a part of me um says to like live free and let it all hang out and then like another side of me says to protect yourself because anybody could screenshot your accounts and take your photos and use them I think Jen got catfished once does that mean somebody used my photo or someone pretended to be someone? No, they used your photos. Yes. Yeah. So, um, which happens and I get that. But in a way, I find that there's a freedom to being able to express yourself almost like either artistically or vocally or in whatever activism you do and then you get to share with people. Um, I do think that some people are lonely and that that's their only form of communicating, which was through social media, which could be like why people put their drama out there. They're probably talking to their significant others through stories or like posts, like passive aggressive posts. A hundred percent. But yeah, I think we all have opinions. So it just, I agree with Ingrid when you just put out what you're willing to fight for. So if you put it out there, be ready to go to battles with it or turn off your comment section there's one thing that i probably should have said in the beginning and and i forgot to say about something that i do love about social media is the fact that it's a way of keeping my memories so um for instance like old pictures that i i do have a lot of them yeah it's like a scrapbook i do have a lot of them on private and it's mainly just for me to remember and i can go back and and see them but it's also a way of keeping memories for people that are no longer with us. So like for me, when my aunt passed away, she was very active on commenting on social media. So now like a lot of my posts come up and I can still see her comments. So I really, that's one aspect that I appreciate because it's like so many people still live on, even people, maybe even an ex. And you see things and you're like, wow, like so many years ago, this is what we were doing. Like, yeah, my life has gone on. But back then that was my life. Jen, you want to tell your story about, well, it's just you got your photos taken. <laughs> and then they used them. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, there was a whole Facebook page about with my face, and I don't even I don't think it was my name. I can't remember, but it was like this whole story, and I was just like, "That's that's not me." And I like reported it. And I don't even know if they ever took it down. I don't know. I mean, it was it was MySpace. At so, the time. Oh. Yeah, I don't even remember. It was so long ago. But that Catfish was wasn't even a term back then. 
No, I, I just asked what it was right now. So <laughs> it just felt very like violating. Like I felt violated. I'm like, that's my face and body. And it was a ton of pictures. Like it was one profile picture, but it was a ton of my pictures. That's wow. crazy. Also, people should know that their employers are looking up their social media or people that are potentially interviewing them are looking at to see the type of person they are like within their social media. So people should be also careful about what they post, especially if they're applying for jobs because people are looking at you. And that brings us to the end of our episode. So thanks for sharing your time with us. And we hope you had some laughs and we look forward to seeing you next week. And since this was our social media episode and nobody likes FOMO, make sure to subscribe to our social media and follow us on Instagram. And our link is in our bio at Friends Uncensored on Instagram. If you're having suicidal thoughts, contact the the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255 for support and assistance from a trained counselor. If you or a loved one are in immediate danger, call 911.